Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It's your only 18-minute podcast to the Spa Channel. It's Alan Share. You know me, I run the Spa Association. We are almost at about 100,000 members across the globe, but I'm not going very far today. In fact, uh, I'm living in Cave Creek and I'm going literally down the street to Phoenix. We're going to speak today with Dr. Ivina Veovich. Don't even try that. Only I can try that. She's the Chief Scientific Officer at Linder Health. Ivina, how are you today? Very good. Thank you. And good. And it's Ivana. Ivana, Ivana, Ivina. Where did I get that? Okay, maybe I should no. eat lunch first before I do podcasts, but I've got Ivana. Um, and it's great that you've been here. I, I always say, I'm, I've been here two years and it feels like a lifetime. And then you told me you've been here 12 years. And I went, you're like a veteran living in this town already. You've been here longer than most of the people uh, that I know. But you love living here, right? Where did you move from? From Vancouver, British Columbia. And yes, I do love sun, blue sky. Not so much heat, but warm weather from major for majority of year. I really like it. Well, Vancouver gets like 30 sunny days a year. Here we get 330 <laughs> sunny days a year. So that covers that. I know people say, oh, the heat, it drives me crazy. But I grew up, most people know I grew up in Minneapolis. And we grew up when the temperatures were minus 10 and minus 30 and minus 50 degrees in the winter. So nothing grew in the cold. But I can tell you, things still grow in the heat. So it can be as warm as it wants down here. I might be one of those lizard rats but i love being in the heat down here so thanks thanks for letting me into your beautiful state you know um i spoke with uh dr jen linder not jennifer linder not too long ago and she cannot say enough good things about you so i've got a whole bunch of questions that i hope you will answer for us today but give me 30 seconds of your background where are you from what led you up to being at linder health I was born and grew up in a country that was called Yugoslavia. Unfortunately, there's no more such a country. Um, it's Serbia these days. I studied chemistry at University of Belgrade um, and I was trained in synthetic organic chemistry throughout my doctorate studies in Berlin, Germany. And for eight years, I used to work on medicinal chemistry projects within pharmaceutical industry. And the goal was to do de novel drug design, which means um, synthesizing novel molecules uh, as a potential drugs. In, in pharmaceutical industry, one molecule out of 10,000 might make it to a shelf being a drug. And it's a very delayed gratification to change and improve somebody's life. You but have to have an you have to have an amazing amount of patience, don't you, to be in your business? Correct. But when I moved to skincare or to applied yep. science, I was capable to use drugs or biochemically active substances that have been already approved. So no lab testing required and able to really work on design of the products using already approved ingredients, but novel products in the engineering terms and the way to touch the patient, the customer, the client and improve their lives, which much shorter. And I really love that. Um, for people, their skin is super important. 
tell me how you connected to the Linders. And for people who don't know, uh, doctors Richard and Jennifer Linder uh, owned um, PCA, uh, which has been sold, I think, to Colgate, right? Um, along great. the way. But tell me, they're such wonderful people. Tell me how you connected to them. So when I exited um, Benchwork in the lab, I started working with a pharmaceutical distributor in Canada, um, which was big in, first of all, ophthalmological lasers, but also skin lasers that started being really popular a couple of decades ago. And they were also distributing skincare. Interestingly enough, PC Skin and Alta MD, which would be acquired later by Colgate pretty much the same day. And I met uh, Richard and, and, and Jennifer um, while visiting on Canadian team here in Arizona. And we just connected uh, fantastically. They loved my background, uh, my approach to skincare. I truly uh, appreciated um, they've been so scientific, valuing science, um, being ready to make truly disruptive science-based products. And when they offered me to take uh, R&D department at PCA Skin, my husband and I moved from rainy, but still very beautiful British Columbia down to beautiful and warm Phoenix. And here you are. Okay, I've got a bunch of questions today, but uh, Yvine, uh, I'm going to get it right. It's Ivana. I got it. Uh, I want to talk about, you said uh, your degree is in synthetic organic chemistry. And I know that people get confused on the word uh, synthetic because everyone wants all organic. And I think we all know by now, anything that's all organic might live in your fridge for a couple of weeks and then you got to get rid of it. So not all, everything you're buying is not all organic. There has to be other things in the product. Am I right? Um, that is a very interesting topic. And, and, and yes, thank you very much for offering me a possibility uh, to talk about it. Uh, organic in a food, meaning growing the food according to certain protocols, is one thing. When it comes to substances, organic substances are actually um, substances that have organic carbon, which is a four-valent carbon, so not the carbonates, bicarbonates, but everything else, which are a huge amount of substances. And substances can be naturally occurring which means they are found in nature, they exist in nature, okay. or they can be man-made, which means they don't exist naturally, but men have to use them. We can synthesize natural substances. I have synthesized throughout my training with these two hands, lots of natural molecules. For example, a good, good example is allascorbic acid or vitamin C. What's available on the market is all synthetic because it wouldn't be sustainable. It would be very expensive and that would be detrimental for the nature if we would try to extract all the allascorbic acid we need for nutritional, pharmaceutical, skincare, all other kinds of needs, if we would try to do that from the natural sources. But we actually have a wonderful process that's been around for decades synthesizing the chirally correct, as people want to emphasize, L-ascorbic acid that is identical. The nature does not know where it comes from. It is this molecule or it's not. 
at the end of the day, people should not go too deep down that rabbit hole, recognizing certainly a company like Linder Health, their focus is on is so good and so forward thinking, there's no way they're going to use things that are bad in the products anyways. Can we go with that? Absolutely. We place a huge value on safety. We do conduct excessive safety studies. All our daily care products that are used um, um, at home have been tested um, in safety studies like PET, preservative efficacy testing, and HRIPT, which is a standard test for topical safety, uh, human repeat insult patch test. And we also are very much our ethics of manufacturing. So yes. nothing that's detrimental for the nature. If the synthetic process is one that consumes less energy, less water, is not depleting natural resources, that is where we go. Uh, you use the word safety, which always reminds me, I'm saying it for the second time today, about the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm, right? And that, that just becomes part of the mantra for anyone in your field, do no harm. Okay. Um, you, you guys at Linder Health, you talk a lot about next generation fields. I like that conversation. By the way, I got to tell you, this is a pet peeve of mine. I know I'm going to go off subject. I hate the words anti-aging. Like we're all aging. I'm going to age. I want to age beautifully. I want to age healthily. Can I say healthily? Um, in a very healthy manner. So I'm not against aging. But I like things that are next generation. Where am I going? What's the best thing for my skin? Because I think I have 30 or 40 more years to live. So I want to live a long time. So give me, give me when you say next generation peels, because peels are a specialty for your group. What do you talk? What are you speaking to? So peels have been around for centuries. And I'm sure that Jennifer was talking about uh, history of peels uh, earlier this morning. Um, so what people discovered and what has been confirmed in the modern science, like 19th and 20th century, that skin cell proliferation and remodeling helps upon causing a level of inflammation. So that's how the peels, the traditional peels, which would be low pH concentrated acids like glycolic, uh, alpha-hydroxy acids, uh, other than glycolic, uh, um, trichloroacetic acid have been formed. Those type of peels cause a destruction of the upper skin layers, and they're tricking the body and the skin specifically to get into that wound healing mode, which will lead to regeneration of the skin, remodeling, and getting rid of to uh, topical imperfections like scars, wrinkles, pigmentation, and so on. What we've been learning in five to 10 past years in science and what's getting a lot in terms of anti-aging medicine, and I would agree, anti-aging is more so inherited term. I hope that we will all adopt better terms like longevity and specifically health span. One side consequence of a health, of a health span, which means prolonging the functionality extending the functionality, proper functionality of cells, tissues, and organs, one of the side effects of this is that we are going to look more youthful and healthy. So we are uh, not focusing on that. We are focusing on skin health. Yep. But that's 
visual effects come as a handy side effect to that. Doc, Dr. Linder said that to me this morning because she said, who wants to have great skin but be sick when they're older? I mean, you want to you want to be older but be healthy and have good skin at the same time. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's positive longevity. Your your new generation peels are not old generation peels. Yeah, they're I, not. From, yeah. Yeah. No, so not I'm not my. Say, yeah, this kind of more um, aggressive peels have their place. If somebody really has something disfiguring on their face in terms of scars or. Uh, lots of accumulate pigmentation and so on, but they should not be done very often. They should be kind of one or couple in a lifetime used specifically for certain concerns because what we have learned is that there is a very specific types of cells that are called senescent cells that exist in the skin and in any other tissue or organ. When causing inflammation, senescent cells are necessary to participate in proliferation, regeneration, remodeling when it comes to skin. But when we are causing too much of a chronic type of inflammation, these senescent cells will enter into a mode when they are accumulating and start emitting pro-inflammatory cytokines, which will put surrounding tissue on inflammation, and this will lead to premature aging, which means dysfunctionality right. and disease. With new generation peels, we are really finding a sweet spot in causing a very low senescence activity, which is strictly tied to regeneration and a healthy metabolism. Because as we are getting older, the reason why our skin is losing functionality in terms of losing elasticity, uh, discoloration, sagging. It's because we are losing the functionality or metabolism gets older. With okay. next generation peels, we stimulate healthy metabolism and we use them as an ongoing healthcare. You know that I can't go to the next trade show and have saggy skin. So I'm going to find somebody local here who's going to do some peels for me so I can video them and and look yes. at it. Okay, here's the male question. Should I shave before having a peel? I would say yes, because um, the, the layer of a tumble, tumble, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, will um, decrease the peel penetration. If you are resilient and not mind that peel might tingle a little bit more, you can shave the same morning. If you are more of the sensitive personality, I would say shaving the night before. Um, that will allow for peel to penetrate more evenly. And by re removing the tiny layers of epidermis, you will actually enhance the penetration, especially in nasolabial area, which tends to be more sensitive with age. All right, I'll remember to do that. Listeners, we're talking today with Dr. Ivana Veovich. She is the chief science officer for Linder Labs. You can reach out to them at Linder, L-I-N-D-E-R, linderhealth.com, or you can email them at hello at linderhealth.com. Um, Ivana, I, I know that I keep hearing this word epigenetics, but I'm still not clear what it is. Could you give me a short description, please? So we inherit our genetics, which is a DNA molecule, from our parents and DNA 
exhibits all the different functions of the cell. DNA is what the pieces of DNA get activated and deactivated in a certain way, first of all, to produce the, homo, the whole human body from a single cell, and then to maintain and regenerate our tissues and organs throughout the life. So epigenetics are a kind of chemical tags which dictate which genes will be expressed or shut down at the specific times. That area of our um, nucleus and, and chromosomes is very prone to suffer from pollution, from uh, implications of a poor diet, uh, poor lifestyle choices. So it deteriorates and leads to a um, dysfunctional expression of genes, which lead to a production of dysfunctional cells and lead ultimately to dysfunctional organs, which are not normal and not healthy. So with epigenetic uh, modifications, we are trying to maintain and even sometimes fix to a certain extent the negative impacts of everything we are immersed into on a daily basis that can be damaging. You know, I talked to Dr. Linder this morning or yesterday, whatever it was now, about moderation. And part of good skincare is you've got to moderate everything else you're doing, right? You can't go eat Big Macs and a large Coke and think that getting a facial is going to cure all your ears. How, how does lifestyle and, and food intake and exercise, how does that affect the regeneration of the skin? Well, it does, it does impact a lot inflammation. It's a very complex, but let's say inflammation is truly a big part of that. We're speaking a lot about anti-inflammatory diet, which is like Mediterranean diet is a good example yep. of that, as opposed to processed food, which is causing lots of more inflammation, um, free radicals, pollution, cigarette smoke, uh, lack of sleep turns upside down our hormones, which again leads to imbalance, pro-inflammatory cytokines, like all kinds of, even when I get up and sit down, it will impact the, <laughs> the, the balances in, in the body, like everyone, not, not just me. So trying to keep all these chemical balances or biochemical balances in the right way by eating healthy, making good lifestyle choices, um, trying to sleep properly, Exercising, we know it's super important for cellular respiration, for sugar metabolism, that all, again, have a lot of impacts in, in inflammation and the way how the DNA gets to act and what, what proteins get to be expressed and, and, and what, what, what not. Um, it's interesting, uh, and we're out of time, but I want to, there is so much to learn about this, but I know you guys are absolutely awesome on, uh, education that you do it online. You can do it one-on-one. -on -one. People really need to be certified and know how to use the Peels Correcti, but the best way is for them to reach out to linderhealth.com. For those of you who are on Instagram, you can go to at linderhealth and find them as well. Uh, Dr. Vejovic, I love it. There, There is so much you guys did right in the past, and I'm looking forward to all the new things that you're going to do going forward. And you and I are going to talk after I go get some local peels in town here too, okay? And do the hero peel. I would highly Thanks. recommend that one, the hero peel. Hero peel. Okay, I'm making the note as we speak. 
Thank you so much for sharing and being with us today. It was really enlightening. Thank you, Alan. Really Thank you. Opportunity. You are so welcome. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.